0: go virgos go go what's up it's your girl just be real and yes go virgos it's my birthday go virgos it's my birthday yes Hey, uncle luke never misses yes today is your girl's birthday just be real you already know what it is the big tree tree the jesus year the year of ascension you know what i'm saying so if you love me tell me happy birthday period (laughs) Yes, 827, a holiday. My friends already know what it is, how it gives. Shout out to all my birthday, my fellow birthday people on this day. Demetri McKenney Mace, Rod Wave, Yolanda Adams, Downtown Julie Brown, uh Chandra Wilson, um Rest in Peace to Pee-Wee Herman or Paul, as everybody knows him as uh savannah james the list goes on because 827 just gives and we're just amazing people so everybody just named our prominent names that we know very 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 well so let's act like oh Cesar milan you know the dog whisperer like the list is continuous ronrico lee i know him from sister sister as tyreek like come on now 827 that's something you want to play with don't play with it don't play with it oh how i forget mario y'all know mario Come on, Nasinga, y'all know what's that. See, I just, there's just so many great people born in 827, which is just showing me like greatness, you know, exceeds and exudes on this day. So shout out to my Virgos. So all my fellow Virgos, mainly the August ones, I said what I said. September ones, I don't really do too well. You know what I'm saying? They're a little different. They're closer to Libra and I really don't do Libra. So we're going to keep it to first and second Deacon Virgos after that I kind of keep my distance until Scorpio season so happy birthday to me I just wanted to bring in my birthday with that so y'all can understand how big it's a big big deal um of course this episode is pre-recorded because why would I be sitting here talking to y'all on my birthday like let's be for real for real I'm probably either out celebrating right now or probably by the pool just up mimosas with my girls probably taking our little hike Either way, whatever I'm doing, I'm celebrating. So send me some love. I celebrate the whole month of August um, because, like I said, I'm Leo and Virgo. So you have until August 31st to say happy birthday, girl. Um, And there's that. But, you know, since it is my birthday, y'all know I normally do every year where I have a situation where I either do a reflection, like I said before, a projection of what I feel like my year is going to be. And this year I just want to do a projection because the reflecting part is I've done that enough. Let's project and let's speak and manifest things. Since this is an ascension year, it is a year of elevation. It's a year of higher levels, higher learning, and higher life. So we're going to get into it. So today's episode is called Double Retrograde, Double Reflections Made, period, okay? And there's that, and that's what we're going to do, and that's how we're going to come into it. So... Um, you know, as I said before, Venus retrograde began on um, in Leo on July 22nd and stations direct on September 3rd, which is, you know, Venus retrograde is every 18 months, spending approximately 40, 40 days in her, de- in her descent. So excuse me, she starts in Leo. She ends in Virgo. Um, y'all know September 3rd is still Virgo. So Venus retrograde has been here. It'll be a post shadow period, even she's gone so it'll be two more weeks of venus retrograde as a post shadow while we're still in mercury retrograde which happens to be in virgo now i've told y'all before i am a leo rising um so it sits in my first house which is kind of my self-identity how i see myself how the world sees me because it's my rising. that's how the world sees me same thing with my virgo it depends on who you ask they could see the virgo as well in the first house um so again literally like i told y'all before i'm supposed to be a leo baby i came out a week late in this virgo which kind of makes sense with all these placements but it also makes sense that i was born under a mercury retrograde in virgo so as everything like they say when it comes to the planet they move backwards you know and it's a time of reflection that's why i'm saying this is what is double retrograde because it's not often we have two retrogrades happening at once um at that they're both in prominent signs that affect me and my natal chart Um, and it makes sense about me because I always do things backwards. Like I told you before, I've never been the one who was like the common cliche of whatever the placement does. I've kind of done the opposite. So I've always been opposite and that's what always made me different, which doesn't help that I have an Aquarius North node that is all about standing out and doing your own thing as well, but helping, you know, the community in the process of doing it. So, I mean, God just blessed me to be an original, you know what I'm saying? So when it comes to Venus retrograde, I'm going to tap into that first. Um, I will say it has had me have a reflection on thinking about how I look at relationships, Um, the value relationships have in my life. Some of them I really did have to let go. But I feel like having that, I've also come into term that a lot of reflection came with having people revisit from past times in my life that were very much impactful on my growth and like very close where it's just like I ain't spoke to them in over a decade or decades as I said with Caprice she was a prime example 27 years I've known that girl we weren't close in high school we weren't close in middle school we weren't close cuz we went to two different elementary schools but look at how the world works where It took around, like, around this time this year for us to get closer. Even though we follow each other on social media, we weren't as interactive as we are now. Same thing with Radina, one of my other homegirls who's out here celebrating my birthday with me. Um, We were cool. You know, we were cool in high school, but kind of lost touch. And then we kind of just re-picked back up, like, around last year. Key's the same way. Somebody went to college with. We weren't as close in college, but we were cool. Um, cause key was used to date one of my dear friends back then in college. And then we kind of just separated and like came back a couple years ago. So it's like, I'm having, I guess you could say epiphanies where I'm having people come back around who are good for my health or people who are in my life that I didn't expect to be in this level of ascension, um, where they're not intimidated by my ascension because we know Leo rules the sun. So, it's all about me, me, me right now, literally. And that's why a lot of relationships that you're seeing are crumbling, where there's breakups, because people are seeing that a lot of what they thought they wanted is not really what they wanted. And Venus retrograde has been showing its ass for a lot of these public figures' relationships. Okay? And I'm just like, damn, they breaking up too? I don't suggest anybody start anything new in retrograde. I haven't started anything new. I don't try to manifest for real, for real um, in retrograde seasons. Um, because I just feel like, I mean, not saying that you can't, but I just feel like why would you want to start something new when it's the time of reflection doesn't mean it's going to last. Or if you do it, you got to take it real slow. Cause once you come out of retrograde, you got to see if it's really what it was, or if it was just a temporary kind of lesson to teach you something in the time frame, which is a little tricky. Um, so I don't do much manifesting. I don't do much conversation. I kind of more, more of a hermit than I am anything in this time. Um, even with dating, I kind of just step back and just really just don't want to do something that's too much or make too many changes in life. Um, if Venus lived as an archetype with, within us, it would be parts of ourselves represented by and concerned with beauty, desire, love, intimacy, partnership, and connection. Venus draws us into pleasure, art, and romance and reveals us to the value we place on ourselves, others, concepts, places, and money. Which does it not surprise you that SAG-AFTRA is currently on strike and the WGA Guild are currently on strike at this present moment? Um, because I think Novi did the chart and the rising of which of the SAG is currently is in Leo, which makes sense, and the I think or it's, it falls in the second house. Which makes sense because that's all about, you know, resources, money, self-esteem, which we already know is about gluttony, which I've talked to before. But it makes us reflect on beauty, desires, and love, intimacy, and partnerships and connections. So a lot of y'all may be experiencing where you feel like there's a distance between you and people. Some people might not fit in your life no more as a mold. You might just have the epiphany to say, oh, this person was never really for me. Or, hey, this person was for me and I didn't realize they were here this entire time. Or you might have a thing where, like, the intimacy you thought was this person was, oh, my gosh, they have words of affirmation, they love me as much, and then now it's like, damn, you're not even the same person, you disgust me, your words of affirmation really is a bunch of bullshit, like, and they start just, like, lacking off on shit that they know was your love language, um, so it kinda pulls us to pleasures. Like my inner child right now is more drawn to want to do art. Um, romance is something that I am kinda into where it's like I'm more of a hopeless romantic than usual. Where I kinda just want to love on my people more than I usually do, even though I love on them probably too much, where they're like, just just calm the fuck down. But um I just see the value now of people. Like I've made a hierarchy of where people fall in my life. I'm not in the space now of trying to over-exhort myself to be seen, to be appreciated. I'm not giving out love I'm not receiving at this current moment. So if shit die, it fucking dies. I don't give a fuck at this point. Like I'm real more nonchalant than usual. And it's probably offending most people because I'm not as nonchalant. But I have no problem saying no now and putting my fucking foot down. Um, and I'm standing on it with my boundaries, which is pushing a lot of people out. Um, I'm not kissing ass. Like there's some people who I was constantly pouring into that I ain't heard from them in weeks because they ain't poured into me. And it's like fuck it, it's life. Like I'm all about the art of detachment. I think that's kinda also where my uh, my space is with Leo and then the Virgo placements. But then being a you know a Scorpio moon. I really don't care. Like I'm on some shit. Like eh, it's whatever. I'm in my Phoenix season where it's to be a rebirth, and it, it whatever's supposed to happen, gonna happen, and whatever's not for me, is not for me. And detaching myself to not block myself from the blessings that are allowing me to have people in my life that actually value me. So money and concepts, places. I like I said. Like today, I'll tell y'all what I'm doing, even though I, this is pre-recorded, but. It's like I said, for my birthday, I wanted to be in nature. Um, I'm an earth sign, sign baby. So me and nature get along real world. I wanted to be our water. I told y'all I love water. Water is a place of peace, tranquility. But my birthday, I ain't doing much. Honestly, truly. like It's my three people that I fuck with the hardest. We're doing a nature walk around this trail that's by my crib because I always wanted to do it. But I want to experience it with my girls where we're just outside. Then it's a space where we're going to do an arcade um, then we're going to have a slumber party in the crib and play games. And then what's going to happen is on my actual birthday, I'm going to do church as I normally do. But then I'm also going to take the, um, when I do the hike, cause the hike I'm going to do on my birthday, uh, we'll do that. And then Friday, we're going to probably go out into this spot that I, I, am very, I haven't been to in a minute that I've been need to go to. Um, that's what I probably do probably go out with my cousin when she come in Thursday For my birthday because you know i haven't been out and she's normally my date so i want to get dressed and be cute it's been a while okay um and then sunday do that with the nature walk and then we're probably gonna go to top golf like when i say it's chill and then sit by the pool drinking mimosas and get lit like that's all i want to do i don't want to do major shit Because as I've gotten older, simplicity has been key. As I've gotten older, I value more of the time spent, quality time. And my friends are introverts. They ain't trying to be around a bunch of fucking people. And if they are, they're trying to have intimacy. So I'm a Virgo. Give me car games. Give me board games. Give me alcohol in a safe space in the crib before being outside. But I can't. I got to go outside. And I feel like I attract more people that I might learn the area when I have my friends with me as opposed if I were to do it when I'm by myself. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. I kind of want to explore next year and do a solo trip. But I might go out the country next year. Just know if I go out the country next year. Although I love my girls, I probably won't go out the country with them. I pro- I really want to do it by myself, but I probably go with some of the country with somebody who is on the same wavelength as me that wants to experience culture, like my homegirl Kim. She's talking about going out the country, girl. She already got all the places listed. Let's go, we out. Period. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm kind of at, and that's where Venus retrograde probably has a lot of people. I feel like this retrograde may feel like a mirror um revealing insights into the past experiences seeping into the present by recreating certain dynamics and how our present reflects our past by continuing stories that began years ago I told you how my homegirl Kim I met her back when I was in high school when I was working at Build-A-Bear yes I used to work at Build-A-Bear and she was working at Nordstrom and then I worked at Nordstrom at a point in time but I don't know if Kim was still working there but either way like I've been seeing a lot of insights and past experiences. Also to mention that I've been having these lucid ass fucking dreams, bro. Like these dreams, I never really air er- rarely ever remember my dreams. But as of lately, like within the last month since pre-shadow, I've been waking up like four or five in the morning with these vivid ass dreams and then I'm up for like two hours and then I go back to sleep and by the time it's time for me to get up, it's time to hit the gym. But I remember exactly who's in the dream, what we're talking about, what's going on and I've mainly been a fly on the fucking wall. Like I haven't been in the dream where I'm like, oh... I was talking to so-and-so and then this happened. It's more so people are having conversations and I'm in the background where they can't see me. You know how like y'all have like those Christmas movies where there's like the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, the ghost of Christmas future. But like you're there, but everything's happened as if it's like you're the third party and you see yourself, like again, a mirror reflection, but you, you could talk, but they don't hear you. That's exactly what the fuck's been going on with me. And... This is why I feel like it's like I said, it's the year of ascension, because I feel like, again, it's the year where you tap more into your spirituality too. like spiritually. I feel the ancestors are trying to kindly remind me like we're going to give you more responsibility. We're going to give you more due diligence and what you're using your spirituality for in your gift and be mindful. Everybody's spiritual gift is not the same. So I feel like I have deja vu on a regular basis. But I'd be like, how the hell most, like I said, I remember my dreams. It's always in my dreams. Deja vu happens. And I'm like, yo, I feel like I've been through this before. Like I've been here before. And a lot of what's happening right now, I think it's messaging to let me know what's to come in this new year. Cause you know, technically your birthday is your new year, honestly, your official new year. And I feel like it's showing me what's more to come. And then it's showing me the presence by creating certain dynamics. Like I told you how I've been, I've been like, I haven't really been in a real, real relationship since like 2016, because I told you I was going through this whole thing of being a serial monogamous. Now dating, like I said, has been crazy. Um, So I've chosen to step back to reflect and work on myself. Now in the process of a lot of situations with like, for instance, yesterday, I had somebody text me from a number, from an area code that nobody's going to text me from in California. They're the only weirdo to text me from this. But they're texting me to see if they have access and they have to use a fake number or like one of them text apps because they know like I'm not going to answer. So the person wrote me and was like, um, hi, is this Jessica's phone? Come on, my nigga. First of all, none of my friends have Androids for real that I fuck with. Everybody got an iPhone. Two, if you texted me from a number, from a 209 number that's in California, that's where my stalker is. Every fucking retrograde, I was just telling this to my cousin, every fucking retrograde, this fucking creep tries to come back up and come around in my life to see if they have access because they are obsessed. Y'all seen obsessed with like Beyonce and fucking Idris Elba. That's what the fuck this bitch gives. It's giving Beyonce fucking obsessed. Like you want to see if you have access because you're so enamored with me and so consumed with me that I haven't talked to this girl in years, like almost five years. And it's still this narrative in her head where she thinks from almost 20 years ago when we were kids that when I literally went into this friendship as us being best friends, this bitch had to alter him over to try to be my girlfriend and she's not my type. Now, I'm not going to say I'm not shallow, but I don't date masculine presenting women. Not saying I discriminate against them, but I just haven't had one that caught my interest for me to be like, oh, damn, she's fine. I want to date her. It's more so on like you're the homie because I'm aggressive, you're aggressive, two aggressive people together just not going to work. Or I should say I'm assertive, you're aggressive, so you're more dominating and I'm a dominant personality. Normally two dominant personalities repel unless somebody's a little more softer and more, I guess, like soft in presentation, which means they're more softer in their demeanor. So I normally date femmes. Because I'm a stem where I'm kind of stud, but I'm kind of feminine. So like, it's the in between. So I have, I literally embrace my divine masculine, my divine feminine. But I prefer to have my females be real feminine because I am bisexual. I could date a man if I need somebody to try to be my roughneck, you feel me? So it's just like... It's continuing and having me reflect on my past where I'm looking at old relationships and looking like how my relationships once were and how like right now in love with Venus retrograde, how I want to progress in my new relationship. Like I was telling y'all before, like I want to go to some, I want to have somebody in my life where I go to God and they go to God about me. I want somebody in my life who has stimulating conversation where it's constant, you know, a constant... Not a, not a, a chain, a challenge. Well, I guess you could say it, a constant challenge for me to think outside the box, a constant conversation for me to have to feel like it's stimulating and very intellectual. Like on dating, like this dating app shit, niggas be having this bland conversation. Like, oh, how are you? I'm fine. Well, how's your day going? It's fine. Oh, well, well, what are you doing? Like one of these niggas was like, oh, well, what, what do you like to do out here? Cause maybe we can get up next week. First of all, time out, sir. Who the fuck said I want to go out with you? Two, for you to assume that I'm available next week is another thing. And three, I don't even know who the fuck you are who you say you are because you have yet to have a conversation outside this fucking app. And it's, you're trying to force conversation when it's not there. Like then you're over here like oh well why i'm like oh i don't really go out much out here he's like oh well why stop being invasive like and it's clear in my profile i don't like interrogation and this is what i say when niggas don't have reading comprehension skills and i'm a sapiosexual if i specifically gave you an outline of who the fuck i am why are you asking me what would i like to do Literally, it states what I do athletically. It literally states what I'm into intellectually. It literally states to you that I don't like forced dialogue and it has to be fluid conversation. And I don't like interrogation and third degree questions. Small talk is a fucking gear grinder for me, y'all. On everything. I fucking hate small talk. Don't ask me how I am. or how what I'm doing. Like, don't ask none of that shit. If you don't have no initiative, first of all, to be like, yo, let's go rock climbing. Oh, yo, I see that you into boxing. Like, let's go hit the gym. You're not taking hits from what's already given. Leave me the fuck alone. So, yes, I unmatched. Like, what are you here for? Like, you're annoying. And on top of that, uh, not to be funny, he's not my type. He's not my type. Like, I have, and you have to be attracted to somebody physically in some type of way. He's not my type. And then you're not fucking stimulating me emotionally. If he emotionally stimulated me or mentally stimulated me, it might be something I can give the pass on the physical. But when you're not doing either, please move next. Because it's not working for me. Now, females, it's a little different. I might have an exception to the rule. Because females normally are very emotional creatures, as we are. So there's a lot, of, lot more to work with and a lot more to take in the part. But with niggas, I'm no no. Please, sir, cut it out. Cut it out. So... There, there's a lot of stories continuing for me to realize um, that I'm seeing a lot of... Unfortunately, I've been seeing a lot of con attributes that my dad possessed. And normally they say girls date their dad. I be dating the opposite. Like, I be wanting no parts because my father was a hoe, okay? And a womanizer. Love my dad to death, but we're going to call the spade a spade. And he's very emotionally closed off. And I don't want no nigga who's emotionally closed off and feels like... They're entitled to shit because you're a man, and that's what it was given to me. So red flag, gotta go. All right. Um. Also, with Leo rising, this is a personal retrograde for you, Leo, which happens to be me. So all y'all Leo placements out there, no matter what house it falls in, um, mainly risings and sun. Well, I won't even say risings. Well, Leo, I guess, um, in general. As the planet of love journeys through the underworld under the influence of your sign, there is an invitation to review your light. Now, like I told you before, Leo is ruled by the sun, so it's it's for me. It's been a a thing for me to realize, like my light's about to be. <coughs> excuse me, my light's about to be shining od bright, and God is weeding out the people who are going to be jealous and not ready to be able to see my light shine. Like, he's literally removing people who are like, if they see you shine, they're going to try to some way to dim your light. If they see that you have more light on you than them, and they're going to try to be like, oh, give me your light. Like, no. And they're going to be taking it from you physically and figuratively. So, excuse me. It's on some shit like that for me where the love's not genuine. The love has conditions. remember I was talking about with Lauren London with ego. It's an ego thing. It's it's hey, I'm here to hell, I'm not here to elevate you, but I'm here to see what I can take from you to because my darkness, I need some light, and I don't feel like trying to figure out my own and yours is already there and I can see it. So let me see if I can suck it out of you. Nah, I don't need that shit. Please move around. I know for Leo Rising, this is personal for me. Um especially because my light is gonna shine in my first house. Which is just pretty much how I present myself. So it's going to be a lot of that and then subconsciously my light is going to shine in a lot of, like I said, inner turmoil, which is like my relationships that I've had prior, whether it been the domestic violence one, whether it been the ones where I was cheated on and all this other stuff. Like I've been reflecting a lot on that subconsciously because I'm trying to be able to be attentive and be mindful of what's coming in my atmosphere The light you shine into the world, how bright it is, how much space it illuminates, how it changes in certain spaces or around certain people, dimming or brightening, exactly what I just said, how it reacts to the identities that you or others place on you. You know, the way people, I've always had to be a people pleaser. Oh gosh, freaking allergies. I've always been known as being a people pleaser. I've always been one to be selfless. But selfless to the point where even if there's nothing in my cup, I'm still pouring in. I'm not doing that shit. Um, the identities people place on me. To some, I might be a bitch. And that may be true. To some, I might be a lover. And that may be true. To some of them, I might be arrogant. That may be true. Some of them, I might be a well-rounded intellectual. That may be true. Everybody has their own opinion and per, per- perception of who they think I am. So the way it's reacting on how they place their identities on me is now my choice because I know how my light illuminates. It comes off arrogant to you because you're not working hard enough to try to get the proper knowledge to be able to speak and articulate exactly how you feel without just using it based off opinion. It might come off me being a bitch because I'm not giving you the time of day where I'm setting my boundaries. and I'm not letting you try to sway me the other way because for you to get what the fuck you want. It might be the fact that I am um, an asshole because I'm blunt and real straightforward and I don't sugarcoat shit because I'm not a yes man and that's what you fucking used to because you want me to stroke your ego you see what I'm saying so that's all that's all a personal problem I don't got shit to do with me that's all about you but it also is how it changes accordingly to the memories held in my heart so a lot of like I said of me changing my ascension in this year 33 is the Jesus year for me like so when I'm looking at how memories hold in my heart is how many memories in my heart are good of memories of you and how many of them are tarnished memories where it's just like i'm constantly showing up but you're constantly taking pieces of my heart and my love and you're not giving anything back in the process but you're just taking every piece and part of my heart where you're not trying to give me peace in my heart don't let that go over your head you're trying to take the peace from my heart but not get peace in my heart where you're trying to keep the pieces together to provide me peace and how certain practices, rituals, and habits support it or diminish it. Like like I said to y'all, I am very big on my morning rituals, my morning routine. I will not start my day without my morning routine. Like It's to the point my aunt called me this morning and kept calling me and I didn't answer because I'm in my morning motivate my morning meditation. I work, wake up, I work out, I pray, I do my daily devotions, my daily devotionals, I do my scripting and then I do my journaling. And then whatever else y'all want to talk about after that, we could talk about it. But you're not going to interrupt me when I'm mid mid meditation to one, connect with God, connect with my ancestors, connect with my spiritual guide and connect with the universe. My daily devotionals are for me to connect with God. My prayers connect with God. My scripting is connecting with the universe. And then, and then my journal is connecting with the ancestors and the spiritual guides. You're not going to interrupt what I normally have in my routine. And then I normally don't start my day officially until like after after all of that is done. And then my practice in the rituals because they're habits that support it. Now, allowing people... I used to allow people to intervene in that and it would throw me off kilter. Where it was diminishing my rituals and practices. But now we're not doing that. Like I literally will ignore and not answer the phone until I'm done. Because... First of all, God gets my utmost attention because without Him, I would have woke up this morning. And then, two, whatever you're talking about can wait because God comes first. Like, what are we doing? And then I come first. Like, that's it. That's all, baby. Like, we're not going to constantly have this conversation. You feel me? So, that's how I personally feel. Also, within this Venus retrograde, when Venus slows down, you have a chance to reflect and be more deliberate about your dating decisions. Now, this is big because, like I said to y'all, this one nigga was not it. Not it, okay? And I'm very deliberate, like I told y'all in the last episode about who I like and I like you, I really like you, with this public figure, I'm very deliberate about knowing how I want... to how I, that I want that person. And if I can't have that person, I want a reflection of that person, even if they're not that public figure to embody that same type of energy. So I've always been deliberate, but I think so more now than ever with my dating decisions. Like I'm not going to bother to entertain shit that I know for a fact, I'm not going to want to be bothered with. Like I'm going to get bored. I'm going to get bored. And I've come to the conclusion why I get bored a lot in dating is because I'm a Virgo. I have very high expectations I'm a Leo. I like to shine. So you're trying to dim my light. is not going to work. Then the Scorpio, which means once you play with my emotions, that's the end of it and I don't got time for the bullshit. And then I'm an Aquarius North Node which kind of is on some shit like I do shit differently. So what you expected me to do in the traditional bylaws is not what the fuck I'm going to do. And I kind of like moving to the beat of my own drum. It is what it is. Like So I need somebody who's able to understand that energy, match it, and us to be able to complement each other. And like I told you before, me and this public figure, our chart is like a match made in heaven. The only difference is this person is an air sun, and I'm a earth sun. They are a water rising, and I'm a fire rising. They are a water moon, and I'm a water moon. But their north node is in my sun, and their south node is kind of like in fire. So like it works, it works, it works, it works, it works. No, their north node is in my sun, their south node is in my, I forgot. I think I wanna say my 11th house, but either way, our charts mimic each other when it comes to like the elements. So we would be perfect together. So, by me saying that, Virgo and Gemini always are affected by the Mercury retrograde because mercurial signs are what they are. This person happens to be a Gemini. Yes. So, like, I feel like when Mercury retrogrades happen, we feel it the most, but I feel like I need somebody who can feel the intent or the, the intense intentions. Because me being a Virgo, no matter what or what Mercury retrograde happens, I always feel like right now I'm in the mood. I ain't going to bloody. I'm on some bitch shit. Like, I'm like, leave me alone. I don't want to be bothered. Leave me alone. I, if I don't come to you, don't come to me. If I don't bother you, don't bother me. And I feel like Gemini is the same thing because we're the only two mercurial signs. So we always feel retrograde even when we don't want to feel retrograde, even if it's not something that's happening in our our sign placement, but it's going to be more where I'm going to feel it more because it's in Virgo. And mind you, I was Virgo Virgo retrograde. It is predicted that Virgos will go back in time and travel to their past to get a brand new perspective. They will evolve during Mercury. And I agree. Um, I am evolving. There's a lot of shit that I've probably been letting slickity, slickity, slickly slide to the right. Slide to the left. Crisscross. Cha-cha, real smooth. We ain't doing that shit. Take it back now, y'all. Reverse. Reverse right to the right yeah that's what we doing we reversing so there is a lot of time travel I think that's where my lucid dreams are coming in where I've been time traveling and I've been asking the ancestors and spirit guys to kind of like help guide me in this process and kind of understand like what am I supposed to be looking forward to into this new year um so i am evolving there's a lot of shit where if i don't want to talk i ain't talking if you ain't about shit i ain't answering like niggas been texting me and i don't have no response for you because you have nothing to offer so we're good like what am i talking to you about like niggas who i don't fuck with for real but all of my story like i was telling telling the other day to my homegirl i was talking to pre and i was like i had over 300 views on this one post right But niggas, my views never match my likes. Mind you, y'all already know my situation with followers to following, Y'all niggas are watching to see if I'm still thriving, and I am. But y'all niggas not going to have the same energy on my likes because y'all know that y'all don't really fuck with me. But y'all weirdos just can't let it go where y'all just can't not follow me. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I feel. When Mercury retrogrades through Virgo specifically, it targets the areas of life Virgo rules. Daily work, wellness, and routine. That's what I said. Like. So I've been heavy on my fitness. I've been heavy in my wellness and my mind being my daily work which me working on myself each day. Now I'm to the point back to where I'm journaling every day because I feel like it's necessary, especially with this retrograde, because I don't know. The other day I was hitting a thousand calorie bag workout. I've never hit that before. And I had on a 20 pound vest, my guy. 20-pound vest doing a 1,000 calories in 30 minutes. I ain't never done that unless I'm in the ring. So there's something I'm built up or that's pent up within me that is needs to be released, but I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to tap into to release it. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so it's becoming routine again for me to, to journal. And this has also been the time to revisit plans and past I've experimented with in the past to see if they make more sense. Now, this comes to... The whole thing with my life currently and what's going on. Like, it's been in a whirlwind of what the fuck. And I think it's because, again, I'm revisiting past plans and past I've taken before and trying to make sure I'm not settling or jumping back into the same old routine just because it's comfortable. Or I'm just dealing with things because I've been told to deal with them and I have to. Like, I'm at a point now, even more so, I'm telling my mother no, like, I'm not having this conversation. Conversation's done. You want to change the subject or we can just finish the conversation. Me. If this was me 10 years ago or me like five years ago, I would have just let my mom talk. and just be, I'm like, yo, this has nothing to do with you. Stay in your lane. I say it in a respectful way, but it's just like, I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't need the negative energy. You want to have that shit? You want to have that type of mentality? Keep that shit over there. That's what you want to dwell in. That's your business. Don't project that shit over here because I it's going to repel off me because I want to hear it and it's like okay Jessica that's what she says okay yes because we're not doing this like I don't need so that's been major another thing is like my relationship with my dad like my dad will text every once in a while like oh I haven't heard from you yeah nigga you're not gonna hear from me because I'm not texting you first the fuck you the parent you the one that needs to try to make amends with me when I've already gave you the olive branch and said to myself one too many fucking times for your ass and you literally bypass it and just do what you want to do and expect me to still sit here and be like, oh, hey, what's going? No, nigga. The fuck? Put in some fucking effort. I'm actually making niggas work for my time and my attention now. I used to be able to just give it freely and willingly. I'm not doing that shit no more. You have to earn being in my atmosphere. You have to earn being in my orbit. You have to earn having access. Because, motherfucker, it's a privilege. Period. This retrograde period could actually lead to profound clarity. And, baby, it has. It has. And baby, it will. And this is why I keep saying to myself, I need to marry a Gemini. I need Gemini. I need to marry a Gemini placement. This is why this person needs to just stop playing games. I ain't coming here to play no games. That you already know my name. Yeah, freaky diggy, cause it ain't no thing. Yeah, <laughs> no seriously, like they need to stop playing real shit. Cause like I'm just like make it happen. Excuse me, but I will not date another Virgo placement. Like if you're, if you're a Virgo sun, rising or moon, move around. Maybe I could do a moon, but I'm not doing a rising. I'm not doing a Virgo rising or a Virgo Sun. Sorry. Gotta go. Not gonna happen. Um, spare me from another Virgo placement in a big three or four, get somebody else to do it. Cause Virgos who have it have it, Virgos who don't, don't, and Virgos who understand it, understand it. Kiki said it best in her interview with Jason Lee, it's real tricky. Cause you know, Virgo's the only sign that placement, that sign placement that is a human. So, we literally are a combination of all the signs put together in human form. So, we feel and see, I don't want it. Pick somebody else to do it. That's it. I don't, I don't want the parts. But I will tell you this as a benefit of Virgo, you know, and Mercury, um, as a morning star, a little more self reliant, expecting perfection to come from themselves. Because everybody claims that Virgos just want perfection from everybody, which may be somewhat true. But a lot of us want perfection from ourselves. Virgos who have Mercury 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 as an evening star can experience disappointment more than through their relationship, especially when other people let them down. Now, I'm a morning star. I'm more reliant and expect perspective can I talk expect perfection from myself more than anybody else. I've come in contact with Virgo Mercuries or Virgo evening stars who experience disappointment in relationships and they kind of push people away. Um, or they self-sabotage a lot more than necessary because people have let them down and haven't been uh, very reliant. Um, I told you about a person before that I no longer converse with where they feel like they have to be so subjective or objective to certain things that people do because of what they've done in their past and they just they just keep running from it i personally feel right now between you and i guys that this person's probably going through hell right now with this venus and mercury retrograde because they've been running away from their past for so fucking long this shit is probably caught up to them and something in my spirit is telling me they're going through hell mentally and emotionally with this fucking retrograde shit i don't need to know them i don't need to see them even though we haven't spoken in months but i can feel it within my spirit is telling me that they're They're going through it. They're going the fuck through it because they're an evening star. They're so used to disappointment that they disappoint themselves with self-sabotage. So if there's anything you got from this, take away the lessons of what it is with Mercury and Venus retrograde. Be mindful that there's also pre-shadow and post-shadow, which means two weeks prior to things happening, two weeks after. Um, Mercury retrograde does not end until October, and then there'll be a pre-shadow, which will be in Libra season, where, you know, Libra is known to have scales which is kind of where you try to do the balancing act kind of thing. Um, so be mindful of that. Um, and it's just 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 reflect. Uh, truly believe and look at the mirror um, and be mindful of what the hell's going around you and what people are doing. I can feel like this year of ascension is going to do me justice. This year of ascension is going to really have me tap into myself on a higher plane, um, thirty three is a rep digit number. It is a master number. It's the Jesus year. Jesus was crucified. And, and then, you know, everybody came to see his light and his praises. So hey, that's what I'm looking forward to into my new year, my new Saturn return, my new solo return. That's what I'm looking into in my new beginnings. Um, so there's that. thirty three. Here we are, baby, and we're gonna keep it going. And I'm gonna just be the mirror of what I want to see in myself and make sure I have all those mirrors, those two else. We gotta move to another mirror. As I always say on air, let's keep it real and always remember, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I will catch y'all in the next one and happy birthday to me and all my fellow Virgos.